Hello everyone, sorry for jumping in before the episode, but I just want to tell you all about the Thinking in English Patreon. Patreon is a way for you guys to support Thinking in English and receive some amazing benefits. We have conversation clubs at least six times a week, allowing you to practice your English speaking. We offer weekly discussion sessions with English tutors, including me, where you can ask any questions you have. We have a Discord server and chat rooms, so you can talk and meet other English learners and practice English. I release bonus episodes every Friday, and depending on your subscription level, there are also free English group classes and one-on-one conversations with me available. There are also some new and exciting new benefits coming in the next few weeks, so join now. I'm currently offering seven-day free trials if you join right now. Click the link in the description or go to www.patreon.com forward slash thinking in English to join now. Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast for intermediate to advanced level English learners. Did you know that using, speaking in and thinking in foreign or second languages can have real and significant effects on your thought processes and decision making. In other words, thinking in English can make you more objective, better at making financial decisions and help you remember things in detail. This is the foreign language effect. Let's take the rest of this episode to discuss it in detail. Here is today's vocabulary list. Egotistical. Egotistical. Self-centered or selfish. Believing oneself to be superior to others. For example, his egotistical behavior made it difficult for others to work with him. Rational. Rational based on reason or logic rather than emotion. For instance, in a crisis, it's important to make rational decisions. Thought process. Thought process. The series of mental steps or cognitive activities that occur when one is thinking or reasoning. As in, her thought process involved weighing the pros and cons of each option. Perceptions. Perceptions. The way in which something is understood or interpreted by the mind. As in, people's perceptions of beauty can vary greatly from one culture to another. Moral. Moral. A principle or belief concerning what is right or wrong, or as an adjective, ethical. For example, it's important to make moral decisions even when faced with difficult choices. Bias. Bias. A tendency to see things from one perspective. For example, the news article displayed a clear bias in favour of the political party it supported. Risk. Risk the possibility of loss, harm or danger. As in, investing in stocks carries a higher level of risk than putting money in a savings account. 
false memory, false memory, an inaccurate recollection of events or experiences that did not actually occur. For example, some psychological studies have shown that false memories can be created through suggestive questioning. You can find an extended vocabulary list along with vocabulary exercises over on the Thinking in English transcript. Have you noticed any differences between how you think in English compared to your native language? Well, if you have, you would not be alone. It is well documented that the language we use can have major and powerful effects on the way that we think, remember and make decisions. From my own personal experience, I know that my personality changes significantly depending on which language I'm using. In English, I'm quite reserved, struggle to make important decisions and relatively serious. In Japanese, I'm confident, brave and less egotistical. When speaking Japanese, I have agreed to things that I would have thought never thought about if I was speaking English. For example, I once agreed to be Santa Claus at a Japanese kindergarten event. I entered multiple different speech contests, even though I don't really like speaking in front of crowds. I agreed to teach English at a local bar in return for free coffee instead of payment and I took multiple trips into the mountains with people I didn't really know. I did all of these things while speaking Japanese, but I refused similar things while speaking in English. When speaking in Japanese, my inhibitions, personality and decision-making are different. This is not just something I have noticed. In recent years, psychologists have become interested in researching testing and using the way our brains operate in different languages. They have discovered that by speaking a second language, so for all of you, English, we can become more rational, improve our financial decision-making, change our morals and more. This is the foreign language effect. The idea that speaking in a foreign language can have real effects on our thought processes. In fact, thinking in English could have real benefits for many of you when it comes to decision making. With the rest of this episode, I want to introduce some of the different psychological theories about the way language shapes our brains and thought processes, and then discuss the foreign language effect. We'll take a look at some different studies and research projects that highlight various ways speaking in a second language affects us. Hopefully, this episode will serve as motivation for all of you to continue studying English. By the end of the episode, you should all see that speaking English as a foreign or second language can have powerful effects on your decision-making and provide you with real benefits. Before we get to the foreign language effect, however, I think it's important to discuss an older and more controversial theory called linguistic 
determinism. Linguistic determinism suggests that the language a person speaks can influence and even determine their thought processes, worldviews and cognitive abilities. In other words, the vocabulary and structure of the language you speak shapes the way that you see the world. It shapes and limits the way you understand what is around you. In this theory, the, we see the world through our vocabulary and language. There are two different versions of this theory. First is linguistic relativity. This is the weaker version of the theory. It suggests that language can influence our thoughts and perceptions, but does not completely determine them. The main idea is that our languages might highlight or emphasise different parts of society or reality. English, for example, might push you to focus on different things compared to when using your native language. A great example is the difference in languages when it comes to describing colour. Some languages have a much richer vocabulary for colours than others. Most industrialised cultures have 11 main colours. Black, white, red, green, yellow, blue, brown, orange, pink, purple and grey. However, non-industrialised cultures tend to have much fewer colours. According to an article in The Conversation I found, the Papua New Guinean language Berinmo has only five, and the Bolivian Amazonian language Tsimane has only three words that everyone knows corresponding to black, white and red. So if you speak that Bolivian Amazonian language and then you switch to English, you will obviously be able to describe the world much more vividly in terms of colours. But in linguistic determinism, you may also be able to see and understand the differences between colours better. The differences between orange and red, or green and blue. The second theory is a stronger version of this, this li linguistic determinism. It suggests that language determines our thinking to a significant extent. According to this view, speakers of different languages not only see the world differently, but are also constrained in their thinking by the linguistic categories and distinctions available in their language. At the most extreme level, some theorists believe that if a word or concept does not exist in a language, you might not be able to even think about it. However, this concept is very controversial and a subject of debate. While there is evidence to support some degree of linguistic influence on our thoughts and perceptions, the idea of language entirely determining thought is not widely accepted. And this is where the foreign language effect comes in. Linguistic determinism suggests that the words and grammar of a language can change the way we see and experience the world. As I mentioned previously, languages with more colour words could mean speakers see more colours. The foreign language effect is different and more general. Rather than focusing on the specific features of languages, 
it considers the general experience of changing language. Take me, for example. I speak Japanese. Linguistic determinism suggests that the vocabulary and grammar differences between Japanese and English will change the way I see the world when speaking and thinking. The foreign language effect, however, suggests that it's not the language features, but the different experiences. I learned English naturally through years of immersion with my family. I learned Japanese as an adult through hundreds of hours of difficult study. Of course, things are going to be different in these two languages. The foreign language effect is when people make different decisions and think differently when they use a language that is not their native one. This happens because using a foreign language can change how we perceive risk and make choices. It shows that language can affect our decision-making process, and it's especially noticed in bilingual people who switch between their native language and a foreign one. So what does this foreign language effect actually do? What research has been done into the way speaking in different languages can affect your thinking and decision-making? Well, let's take a look at this right now. Most of these examples come from an article I recently read. Um, I've linked it in the, uh, in the transcript of this episode, um, but I'm going into a little bit more detail and explaining in a slightly easier way. So one experiment into the foreign language effect was conducted by Professor Kaysar from the University of Chicago. Professor Kaysar is one of the most important academics looking into the foreign language effect. He was interested in how language may affect moral judgment. In other words, he thought that people might make different moral decisions in their first language compared to their second language. He tested this idea with the famous trolley experiment. I'm sure many of you have heard of this trolley experiment before, but if not, here is a simple explanation. A train is coming down the tracks, but you see a group of five people stuck in the way. Next to you is a lever that you can pull and switch the train onto the other track. However, there is one person stuck on the other track. So, if you do nothing, five people will die. But if you pull the lever, you will save those five people, but one other person will die. What do you do in this situation? Kesar selected a group of native English speakers who had learned Spanish as a second language and posed them this problem. What did he discover? people were almost twice as likely to pull the lever and change the tracks when they answered in Spanish, their second language, compared to English, their native language. Most people feel that pulling the lever is actively killing a person, even though you are saving five people. But when thinking in a foreign language, they act in a more utilitarian way meaning they act in a way that benefits the most people. And for some people, this may be a more rational or logical way of thinking compared to an emotional way of thinking. 
Another study led by Professor Kaser looked at myopic loss aversion. Now, myopic loss aversion sounds really confusing, but it is quite a simple idea. Imagine I give you an offer. I will give you $5, no questions asked, or we can flip a coin for $20. So if you do nothing, I'll give you $5, or we can flip a coin. It's a 50-50 chance for $20. Experiments have shown that people are more likely to take the guaranteed $5 than the possibility of $20. The evidence is that people don't like risking small amounts of money, even if the chances of earning a high amount are good. You have a 50% chance of getting $20 if you flip the coin. If we were to do this experiment once, many people would choose the $5. And if we were to do this experiment a hundred times, studies show that people will still be conservative and choose the guaranteed money. However, the logical thing is to take the risk. If the experiment runs a hundred times or a thousand times or a million times, the mathematics suggest that you should expect to receive twice as much by taking the risk over the long term. This tendency against risk is a big problem in the world of financial investments. People dislike losing, and in the world of finance, this could mean investors uh, lose or their cost millions of dollars over years because of their aversion to risk. What does the foreign language effect have to do with this? Well, Professor Kaysar discovered that myopic loss aversion, this unwillingness to lose a little money for the chance of earning more money, happens less when people place bets or invest in their foreign language. This might actually be a good tip for all of, the, all of you listening who work in finance or have personal investments. You may want to try thinking about your choices in English. You may be less emotional and more rational. There are other famous studies into biases as well. One study in the Journal of Cognitive Psychology suggested that using a foreign language can reduce the sunk cost effect, the sunk cost fallacy. This is one of the most famous problems in decision making. People are more likely to continue something, like an investment or a project, the more money, time or effort they have put in, even if it is the wrong decision. So the more time you spend doing something, the more likely you are to continue, even if you really should quit. Again, another reason why you should all think in English when making important decisions is to avoid this sunk cost fallacy. I also read a fascinating study in the International Journal of Bilingualism. They found that people are less egotistical, in technical terms, less susceptible to the bias blind spot when using their foreign language. So let me try and demonstrate this. Uh, let me ask you all a question. Out of all thinking in English listeners, where do you think you rank in overall intelligence. Right. Not English ability, but your overall intelligence. Most people overestimate their intelligence levels. Most people believe that 
others are stupid and they are clever. In groups, we all tend to believe that we are above average. But in all groups, 50% of people are below average intelligence for that group. So in a small scale, if there's four of you eating dinner, two of you are below average intelligence for that group. Um, But we don't see ourselves this way. We see ourselves as being better than others. The study in the Journal of Bilingualism found that this effect, the idea that we think we are better than we really are, is less common when you're using your foreign language. And I know this from experience. I am much humbler in Japanese. I am acutely aware that I'm not a fluent speaker and I'm less egotistical. I know that I am not the most intelligent person because I'm using my foreign language, which is already difficult enough. And it makes you realise how hard people have to work. And I think it's one of the great benefits of learning a foreign language is to humble yourself and realise the difficulty other people face when communicating. As well as looking at cognitive biases and decision-making, studies into the foreign language effect have also revealed some interesting insights into memory. For example, people experience less emotional pain and distress when talking about childhood trauma in their foreign language than their first language. This may be because our memories are connected to the language we were using at that time. So when we try to explain or recall traumatic events in our foreign languages, they seem less real, vivid or powerful. Moreover, thinking in a foreign language, so thinking in English for all of you listening, reduces the number of false memories created. In one of Professor Kesar's recent studies, he gave a list of connected words like rest, snooze, bed. People uh, recalling this list in their native language were more likely to say sleep, which was a false memory, that word was never given, than if they answered in their second language. The suggestion is that people are more careful when thinking in a learned language. You have to try harder to understand and comprehend the information, meaning you are more likely to remember in detail. So these were just a few of the important and real benefits that foreign languages, so for all of you listening, English, can have on your thinking, thought processes and decision making. Here is today's final thought. What does all of this mean for you as an English learner or non-native English speaker? Sometimes it may be useful for you to switch languages. Research suggests that you may be more flexible, objective and logical when speaking in English and you're less emotional. As I mentioned earlier, you may want to consider thinking in English when it comes to financial decision-making, like thinking about your personal investments. Why? Well, studies show that you are less at risk of myopic loss aversion and the sunk cost fallacy. 
In other words, thinking about investments in English means you are less risk averse when the odds are in your favour and you're less likely to continue bad investments. Thinking in English could have many benefits for you as well. Whenever there is a controversial topic in the news, try reading an English article about it. You may be a little more objective. When you're talking about sad or bad memories, using English may make the experience a little better. For those of you needing some motivation to study, hopefully this episode has helped and showed how learning a foreign language has benefits to your brain. And for those of you already at a good or sufficient English level, the foreign language effect offers some unexpected benefits. But what do you think? Have you noticed a difference between how you think in your native language or in English? Let me know by leaving a comment. Comment on the transcript on the blog. The website is thinkinginenglish.blog. It's all clearly laid out. There's a menu with different podcast options. So go and check it out and uh, look at the transcripts. The transcripts also have extra vocabulary and vocabulary uh, activities to help you practice. Um, You can leave a comment on Spotify. Uh, That's always a great option. I get lots of comments on Spotify and I always make them public. So go and leave a comment on Spotify and answer. Practice writing. Write your thoughts about this episode. Um, uh, Or you can reach out to me on social media. Um, The best place to reach out to me is usually Instagram. um, Or you can reach out on Patreon. Uh, I tend to reply to Patreon subscribers much more than I reply to anyone else. Um, so thank you all for listening today. I hope you have a great, a great week and I'll see you all next time. Goodbye.